WWPR, Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa Bay. And now it's time for Terror Shut up and sit down. What's going on, gang? Welcome to another bit. Addition. 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 Hey, hey, hey. We already had the bad show last time. Don't start that. Whatever. <laughs> Welcome to Paraprobe. Yeah. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> feel sorry for all y'all. Oh, so I am back. It's your host, Chance Hancock, who just caused an earthquake at the table. And uh, I'm sitting here next to Jesse J, my, you know, Spock to my Captain Kirk. Woohoo! They didn't fire me. You did not get fired. <laughs> I. I Woo! Oh, my God. Chaos. Chaos. So. Do we really want to talk about last week's show? Because you were like, I'm really going to talk about it, man. I'm really going to talk about it. i got to bring it up. I felt terrible. It is what it is. Sometimes right, jumping you feel terrible. Sometimes My mic didn't even work. Right? What is that? <laughs> I have no idea. Blue was doing radio as a mime. Yeah, I literally sounded like schizophrenic person reading stories to people. That's what I sounded like. It was awesome. <laughs> Sorry it was fantastic. That. It was phenomenal. When like they're going to be investigating me for paranormal anomalies <laughs> or a mental institution. I'm not sure which. All I know was, you know, you had told me you're like, oh, you really got to check this out. Listen to the show. Give me your opinion. You know, since I had to do it by myself while you're gone. Blah blah blah. First time. I'm like, okay. First try. And I start playing it, and and I could tell you're talking to Blue, but you can't hear Blue. <laughs> and so it sounded like a one-sided conversation throughout the entire show. It literally sounded like you had lost your mind, man, and was just off in your own little world. I literally – so, look, it was a huge learning curve for me. Um, I came in a lot less prepared than I thought I would be. Yeah. And then, you know, working six days a week, 80 hours a week-ish. Somewhere in there, sometimes more, sometimes less. I don't know. I Dude, don't track. blame your job on not having time. Yeah, no, I suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, actually, Blue, can you do me a favor? Turn my mic up just a hair. Just I don't a know why. Uh, you both are on the same mic, so uh, I'm not on it. Be- no, we're not on this. I, I'm okay. Look, you know what, I'm literally going to take a picture and post it now because, okay. like, now <laughs> you're on the same channel. Okay. <laughs> are you guys kissing? You're on the same channel, so if I turn up your mic, I'm turning up his mic. That's fine. Good. We're okay. good now. Neither. Well, you're hitting red over here on my board, so I'm just a That's little That's only when I laugh. At least I'm not I, hitting blue. No, you're hitting red. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I sound like the Joker when I laugh. I don't care. It All is right. what it is. So anyways, guys, so yes, last week I was uh, out of town for a wedding. Uh, Jesse J here you know, took the helm for a little bit, uh, rode the show for an hour, right into the dirt. Um, Roger that. Dude, the only reason why I'm bashing you right now is because you are nonstop bashing yourself. Yeah, no, that was... Yeah, that's the worst part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the bad part. No, that's the general consensus of everybody that I talk to afterwards, because, you know, we got people that we socialize with on a regular basis that, like, listen to our stuff for some ungodly reason. I feel sorry for you. And it just... Doing it right now. Yeah. I know, the self... You're, you're oh doing God. it right now, Dude. man. <laughs> And that's the whole thing. Like, I sound like I'm not confident at all, but I'm confident. It's <laughs> I about I about dropped the f bomb, <laughs> but I'm confident. <laughs> yeah, freaking confident, man. Yeah. Uh, look, dude. Um, 
this is what happened last weekend. What happened was. We'll have, see what happened was. <laughs> All right. So on like I think it was Wednesday, I had gotten reminded that there was a wedding I had to go to that weekend, and I had completely forgotten about it. So I called Jesse J up uh, late in the evening on Wednesday. Said, "Hey, you got the show on Saturday. Good luck." <laughs> Bye. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> yeah, because usually anytime we're going to take time off or whatever, obviously we always have it planned like a week or a couple of weeks out in advance. And this was literally, I just completely forgot about it. I really did. I, I've been so busy lately with the show and, and planning for events and all kinds of stuff, you know, we've been working on and literally slipped my mind. Yeah. And Stephanie reminded me and I'm like, uh-oh. I need to call Jesse. Yeah. And, and instead of doing, like, being smart and doing something like, I don't know, survival gardening, something I'm, like, I'm not going to say I'm an expert on, but something I'm survival good at. Survival gardening. Yeah, like pre- prepper gardening, whatever. Okay. Homesteading. All right, all right. Urban homesteading. We'll call it what, what, <laughs> what it is. homesteading. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I haven't found a good name for it that, like, really, like, swings or, like, flew. I kind of like survival gardening. I, I like it too. Yeah, because, like, like either grow food or die. That was that was kind of like well the premise behind it. I started the garden in the middle of COVID, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, all right, well, like I see food prices going up, like the supply chains and the drink, like truckers are not allowed to drive because they might die. So like, where the hell are we going to get our food from? So I'm gonna grow some stuff, and that was the kind of the premise behind I it. I believe it's also called farming. <laughs> Micro farming, yeah, no, that's yeah. what that's what I have on the Insta micro farming because I, yeah. I literally like some of the research I did came from mar- micro farming. So, yeah. anyways, aside from all that crap, <laughs> instead of doing something like that, I was like, oh, I'm gonna take a challenge on. I'm gonna do alien abductions, and I don't know, I don't know anything, dude. How you went from gardening to alien abduction is beyond me. We're a paranormal show, paranormal. This is why we do the paranormal, okay. because that paranormal has right. a wide that. range of things. Right. And look, there's a huge difference between when we talk before the show, yeah. because we came to this conclusion that, like, I have to call Chance up about an hour, 30 minutes to an hour before the show to get warmed up, so I talk, and I have to drink coffee, or else I am, like, totally, I don't talk until, like, 35 minutes in. Yeah, and, and we're only an hour show. Yeah, and now we're six minutes in, and I won't shut up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, my, do an ball. I didn't do an eight ball. I didn't do an eight ball. <laughs> yeah, and every weekend you're like, "Hey, Blue, how are you doing?" And I'm like, "Hi." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's like it. half in the grave. Yeah, I I gotta say that Blue actually added to my entertainment by not having the mic working <laughs> because I'm listening looking. listening to you talk. Like I said, one side. Dude, I thought you like snapped. You were schizo. <laughs> you were you had your own little conversation going on in your head, and nobody else was invited. It literally runs in the family. Like I have like distant relatives and like some family members that are like uncles and stuff that are schizo. Like we don't know it, one of them. We don't know if it was like the Vietnam War or whatever that made him schizo because that was a thing, you know, um, uh-huh. Agent Orange and stuff. But. uh yeah, there's like two or three people in the family Dude, like down I'm, the line that's had schizophrenia, so it's bro, not I'm, I'm, out of the realm of possibility. I'm telling you right now, everybody on this planet is crazy. The people in the insane asylums that they used to call it, you know, now psychiatric wards, yeah, they're just the ones that got caught. Fair. Everybody else is running free because they have not been caught yet. That <laughs> is a, the whole. Well, that's the truth. Find caught. So, <laughs> exactly. We, we, yeah. jo- we joke all the time about like. Um, been there, done. Men getting married when they first go to, like, I have one buddy that's getting married that I'm going to be <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay, we're cl- we're going to mix and intertwine marriage and going insane. 
Yes. Makes sense. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that, so I have a buddy that just got married, mm-hmm. and then I have another buddy who I'm the best man in his wedding uh, later on this month that I'm – by the way, you're doing the show by yourself. On the 16th, just so you I know. I can do a show I, by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd let you know like two you weeks did it out. Before. Yeah. Yeah. No. My show was good. It's still on air. <laughs> Shut up. No, I, I made that I, I can't do I, that I to totally. you, man. That, that's an unfair. No, that was a tech difficulty that made well, that. No, but that, no, it was not only that, though, but honestly, that's very unfair to you because the fact that you were thrown to the walls on that. Well, so. and I made the decision to not put it on. You're like, I'm going to leave it up to you. You did the show. I'm going to leave it up to you. And I'm like, look. And I didn't try to sway your opinion at all, did No, I? hell no. You you left me alone, which made it worse. It made it a harder decision <laughs> because, like, you want somebody's input when you make a decision like that. He's just sitting just alone like, in the dark, <laughs> 3 a.m. with a, you know, fifth of Jack half gone. He's no. like, I don't want to air it. I think I'm out of Jack. I'm out of Jack and I'm out of Glenn Fittich, so I think I'm drinking Crown Royal now. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man. I tried that Popper 12 because, you know, the Conor McGregor's whiskey. And How is that one? It's terrible. It's terrible. It's is like it? it's not. It tastes like a bad scotch. Really? And, and no hate to Conor McGregor because like. You don't want to get beat up. That too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> look, look, look. I'm Irish. He's Irish. You know, he's legit Irish. He lives in Ireland. I'm distant Irish. You know, my people like flew, fleed, fled, fled. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> we gotta. Yeah, never mind. Just hey, look, we'll look, look, look. The caffeine when the caffeine hits, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, like I have mad respect for him because it's really hard to get in a ring with somebody and get the crap kicked out of you, and then like still like be cool and hug him in the end. Yeah, like yeah. I, UFC guys are like some of the craziest people ever. Oh, absolutely. And it just I have mad respect for all of them, and he's a great businessman, and he's a great oh, showman, yeah. and I don't like his whiskey. It is what it is. Like I, I hey, everybody's opinion you know varies. What? Yeah, I mean, for me, like my go-to like alcohol drink if I want to have alcohol, which is actually very rare. Do you like pina colada? Do you like pina colada? <laughs> the one time I don't have it up. <laughs> Dude, I am telling you, we're I usually get... have it up. Oh. I actually usually have it up. You have to get that up. Yeah, I have it like Lord saved. Knows we like, like being up in this room. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. We got to get that up because, uh, Blue, you already know the story behind that. Yes, and yeah. that's why I always have it on the – but the today, of all days, I did not have it up on the Jesse and I player. used to work you together fail. at this other location, and we would randomly, out of nowhere, either look at each other or people around us and go, do you like pina coladas? <laughs> do you like getting caught in the rain? And after a couple of lines from it, they would catch on, and they would start singing it every single time. Tell them – all of them. You got to tell them about your revenge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the most funny way to get revenge I have ever heard of. Okay. I was crying for like two hours. Uh, when like, was that? Like Wednesday, I think. I don't know. Uh, anyway, this guy. I <laughs> I had to take some like really important paperwork downtown, you know, to like the clerk of courts, right? And no, it's not a court case, nothing like that. It was actually dealing with like uh, uh with Allegedly. property and stuff. No, no, it was dealing with like, property and stuff. Stolen property. So, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> no. So I I'm. Because of COVID, you have to wait in this little room outside the lobby area. Like, you know, so you got one person in the vestibule outside, and then, when, you know, rest of the line is outside, but two people in the lobby at a time. Rooms within rooms. So when that one person is to leave from that room, you know, from the lobby, then the one who is still there moves forward, and the person in the vestibule moves up behind them in the lobby. 
I'm not even going to say where it was. So anyways, the person behind the counter was just kind of a jerk, uh, to say the least. I'm not going to get a long story. So they made me go back out to this vestibule um, for a stupid piece of paper. So at that point in time... That you already had... That he, I already had. Yeah. He already had the paper, already had the information. They just never looked. And they just like didn't care. And yeah. then they didn't know why they needed the piece of paper when the information was already there. Yeah. So, so, carry on. I'm in this vestibule. I'm filling out this secondary piece of paper to cover the everything on the first piece of paper. <laughs> so, if that makes any sense. So, <laughs> as I'm standing right there. there, I'm just thinking just how just arrogant the individual was because they were just very cut and dry and rude. So at that point in time, I start whistling the theme song to the Andy Griffith show really freaking loud because this vestibule echoes, right? Everybody in that lobby can hear me. So it's finally my turn to go in. So I walk in. I'm now second behind the person at the desk, right? I'm standing there. Now I'm just humming it. So finally, this person, they finally get done with their stuff. They walk by me. I can hear them laughing underneath their mask when they walk by me. <laughs> so I walk up to the front desk, and I turn around, hand the gentleman my paper. He looks at it, and he goes, oh, I see you already have this here. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so as he's doing his little filing thing and everything else, all of a sudden I catch him going, mm-hmm, <laughs> And he's like, I can't believe this. I got it stuck in his head. I swear to you, for the rest of the, I saw that guy on Thursday, and he said for the rest of the day, he was humming that song in the office, driving everybody insane. So, yes, I got my revenge mentally. I am gifted at messing with people, whether it's on a small level or big level. It just depends on my creative moment, you know, or creative uh, creativity at that moment. All right, speaking of messing with people, we have to talk about some pop culture issues that are yes. very, very entertaining yes. and it's hilarious. Dealing, Dealing with, with ra- a rapper. Devil. The devil. And Satan. Yes. Yeah. All right, so for the longest time now, I'm always seeing these references about satanic rituals and satanic symbology and all this stuff in pop culture. Little Nas X. No. It, it, and I see that be, that way because it just sounds cute, like, oh, little Nas X. You know? Well, I mean, that's literally when – so I grew up with Nas. Yeah, yeah. That that whole era was like when I was listening to like hardcore gangster rap. rap. That's that's what yeah, I yeah. listened to. Okay. Know? So he had created this video, and this video has all kinds of satanic messages and references in it. And the whole nine yards. It is. Giving a lap dance to Satan, you know, getting his, you know, snapping the devil's neck, basically, you know, taking over hell, you know, reigning. Um, and then selling 666 pairs of shoes at $1,000 a pop that were with satanic emblems on it. And allegedly human blood, actually, too, was in, like, something yeah, on supposedly. the shoe. Right? Allegedly. Like, it, and the uh, air bubble, because there are, ni- uh, was it, 97 Nike Air Maxes? Yeah. And they have, like, red liquid and, quote-unquote, one drop of human blood. Yeah. And with that being said, you know, I just want to let you know that with everything that was going on with satanic culture, you know, living very large in Hollywood and uh, going very, very far in Hollywood, that you all fell for the biggest PR scam I have ever seen in my life. It's so big. Oh, my God. PR. It bit him in the butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did bite him in the butt. I was was doing research, and the company he's affiliated with, MSCHF, Mischief. We're just going to call it Mischief because I'm not spelling – I'm not doing that. That's not happening. I'm not smart. It's not happening. Okay, move on. (laughs) (laughs) 
Go ahead, Rain Man. So, <laughs> Mischief made these shoes. They're, they've pre-sold 665 of them. Uh, Lil Nas X is going to give away one pair on Twitter. But Nike has put in a court order against them for trademark infringement. Yeah. Because, you know... Of uh, the swoosh on there and stuff. Yeah, well, of everything. They took yeah, yeah. a proprietary product, and then they rebranded it, resold it, yada, yada. Well, now they have a cease and desist on there. And it's just one of those things where this is not the first time they've done it. Oh, and, absolutely. And there's a, there's a difference between, like, an art project. Like, you have a white pair of Air Force Ones, and you, like, paint it and decorate it. I'm sure, like, Blue's got some, like, artwork or something for sale somewhere yeah. like that, whatever. But it's one of those things where they're known for doing this, mm-hmm. and they sold before the same company, Jesus Shoes. Yep. Yep. Jesus 24 shoes. pairs of Jesus Shoes with water from the Nile River, blessed by a Brooklyn priest, and it was blue for some reason, so they probably put some dye in there. But, like, it had a Bible verse on the side, and they sold those for 3000 bucks each. So, like, the 665 they sold, I have a calculator because yeah. all the teachers back in high school, you'll never have a calculator. Booyah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the total amount, the total, like, amount sold, like, their gross profit before, like, you know, they got to do payroll and stuff yeah. is 676 thousand nine hundred seventy from the Satan shoes. Mm-hmm. Now like three thousand a pop times twenty four, seventy two thousand. So like there one there's people out there wondering why Nike didn't like try to do trademark infringement on the twenty four pairs mm-hmm. as opposed to the six hundred sixty six pairs. And seventy two thousand, less than a hundred thousand compared to almost a million is like a big deal, and then there's oh, like yeah. the sheer amount, the the fact that there's 666 pairs of these Satan shoes, almost makes it sound like it's a affiliation, like Nike endorsed it because if you're making Satan shoes, you're gonna put out 666 of them. That's yeah. just like what you do. Like, I mean, if they really wanted to do something with Jesus shoes, they would have put out 777, so on, so yeah. forth. Or 4400. Yeah. yeah, that too. Yeah. Or was it 44,000? I think it was 440,000. Oh, whatever. I don't know. I'll have to yeah. look it up later. Tag on it. Why you got to make me do research, dog? But, like, so Ni- Nike's suing Mischief, which is affiliated with Lil Nas X, mm-hmm. for this. Um, they recently put a court order in to cease and desist, basically. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a temporary stop action order to where they can't, like, if they haven't delivered already, they can't deliver. They, can't they, deliver. Can, li- they yeah. can literally go in. Like, let's say I bought one of the shoes. They can literally go and snatch that from my house because it's their trademark, it's their property, and they didn't have permission to sell it. It's an illegal duplication. It's like selling uh, fake coach purses. Yeah, yeah. which know. happens every day. Oh, all yeah. right, but but here's the here's big thing to take away from all this. One, Lil Nas X has basically revamped his style of music and everything Again. a couple of times. Again, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, back in the day with, like, you know, Billy Ray Cyrus, you know, Miley Cyrus, yeah. Yep, and, and and turn around and had this, you know, big country hit, really, for the most part. You know, oh, it was yeah. rap, still country, okay? And then, uh, and that went huge, right? Mm-hmm. And made him, I'm sure, quite a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Right? And then turn around, you have this now new song that he came out with, and this whole thing was, you know, perpetrated around satanic rituals and dealing with the devil and, you know, oh, evil. It, it was something to provoke attention. It, and that's, that's exactly that's, it. that's the point that I'm getting to right Literally. there. That's the point that I was getting to right there. 
If you guys for half a minute think do, that people, do, do you want to do you want to weigh in here, Blue? I mean, you got you got I the mean, look, and that's what everybody's <clears throat> talking about. It's either people going, "Uh, Satan," blah blah blah, or people going, "Haha, PR." But like, there's a whole like reason why he did that song in that music video exactly and like people are just like oh like as somebody of the lgbt community like when everybody's telling you you're gonna go to hell you're like all right let's have a party yeah yeah and that's it but but the point that i'm getting at once again same thing it's pr it's catching attention yeah yeah because guess what every news outlet Every radio show that I've ever listened to, like I listen to on the daily, all week, everybody, all, all week, week long has oh, brought yeah. that Eight up. Eight hours and every day, about all it. week. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so it, it, what he planned worked. Got everybody talking about it. Everybody paying attention. And for anybody who says, you know, that that's evil or whatever the case may be, no, the man was brilliant. Maybe not so smart with the shoes. <laughs> we'll, I mean, we'll but, right? But <laughs> like fair. his his purpose wasn't to really like obviously making money is always a purpose. But no, that the wasn't purpose the main was the, purpose. the purpose behind it. Yeah, the exact purpose behind that whole song was just like you just said. Yeah. If, so it's that like, if, okay. if you're a homosexual, He's if you're transgender, whatever the case may be, you're gonna go to hell. You know. Have a party. So why not have a party in the process if you know that's where you're gonna go? <laughs> I'm gonna right? be the devil then because I'm not gonna. You know, stop being me. And there you go. I mean, it it was a foolproof plan, though. It was 100% foolproof because not only is the LGBTQ community, all that, they're all... We're over here like... Yeah, well, I mean, it's... it's, (laughs) We just had, what, the... uh, Oh, daggone it. I, I lost words. Words are gone. But there was just like an awareness day for it. Right? A good thing yeah, in radio. Transgender yeah. Visibility Awareness Day. Hey, Thank what's you. up? Yeah, there we go. I knew I saw something, but yeah. I couldn't see the words. Usually I see I words. Now, now, now on this. It's, it's, it's really popular right now because everybody's coming out. It's something that they need to be socially acceptable. You know, it's one of those things where like they've been abused, they've been beat down, there's been so many people, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Like just shunned for this and they're coming out and it's socially acceptable and it, it's uh, the, it's the whole thing behind it look, so there was a no lose there and then yeah. the whole quote-unquote satanic thing on it was just one of those things where like hey you know what let's up the ante a little bit and, you know we're, we're throwing a party we're gonna up let's ante. go all the way yeah, yeah. If, if we're gonna do it might as well go all the way and then boom and everybody, it, it got all the attention the this, problem is too many people on you know with their viewpoints, they they looked at it the wrong way. Yeah. All they looked at was the satanic stuff. They didn't see what the real message was behind it. But however, now from a business standpoint, he made a killing. Oh, yeah. He made a killing because like, I don't even care about the shoes. The downloads for that song, the views, for, and the, the views, the freaking made, ad revenue, I guaranteed made him millions. Yes, yes. I mean, like, yeah. well, and then in that own way, it's a success too, right? Because even though it might have gotten that negative attention, people that are in the LGBT community will hear about it and yeah. they'll watch it and they'll, and they'll actually like read his tweets because he's not like he's like here's what it was. Here you go, exactly it. Yeah, it's right there for you. So. To read. Yeah. He he might get sued by Nike, but he still got his purpose He's, across. So hey, and knowing that, but still made millions regardless. Yeah. Go ahead and sue yeah. me for the shoes. I'm going to lose this much compared to like you know this much that I made. Yeah, I've been playing. Yeah, I'm going to lose the two million dollars opposed to the five hundred million I just made. Totally you know, freaking accurate. Totally yeah. accurate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, that, that smartest business move he's ever made. Yep. I mean, like if I would because have, here we are, a paranormal show talking about this. Yeah, I mean, because it's paranormal. I but mean, we how talk many about people, whatever we want to, really. I mean, aside from, like, the Lucifer show, show and, like, yeah. Constantine, like, who, actually, who ever has portrayed themselves as having sex with the devil, 
like mainstream done that. Dude, I have dated a couple of girls like that. So. I, I mean, like a, a quote unquote celebrity. <laughs> like, no, no, no I get there, There's never been a rapper, a rapper, a raptor, <laughs> a rapper in history that's done something like that. Usually, like DMX used to always rap about you know the devil and God, the and the other hell. Tech Nine always raps about you know all sixes and sevens. Like you know he's part demon, part angel. But you never hear them of, like, making love to the devil or anything like that or cutting the devil's head off and, like, replacing him or anything like yeah. – anything of this nature. And it was just something that – for that shock value yeah. and the amount – Talking so, to people from media right here, we know shock and awe factor is what gets you the attention. Absolutely. Now, granted, sometimes it could be the negative attention you don't want. There's no such thing as bad but, publicity, though. Well, because as long – For the well, most part, no, but yes, what, there can what, be. All right, so yeah. – Oh, we're going to touch on this, and I don't even want to get into it too deep, but like now there's like a counter to that because there used to be no such thing as bad publicity, but now you have cancel, cancel culture, which so, yeah, yeah, yeah. will get you totally screwed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, So, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where – That's about you accountability and not doing things stupid publicly. There yeah, exactly. Now there's accountability for it. But yeah. now like before, like um, not Freddie Prince Jr., Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. There we go. It was one of the juniors. But okay. like before, he was like on drugs, on all this, that, and the other, and yeah. like he got all this terrible publicity. And then like he got sober, started doing Iron Man, and now he's like he, he's the best thing ever. Oh yeah. You know. And then he did Sherlock Holmes, which I'm a huge fan of. Dude, Sherlock he made, Holmes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made a awesome comeback, <laughs> and I'm glad. I mean, because like even the interviews that I've seen with the guy, you know, and just he seems to be a really nice guy. You always want to see the you know the underdog succeed, and he he was on top, became the underdog, and then worked his way back up, and that's awesome. I, yeah. I wish him nothing but the best from now on. You know, I've always been a big fan of his. You know. Oh yeah, but no, it's 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 interesting. It's fascinating to watch the dynamics of it, well, especially using the like the unity of the uh, LGBTQ community to like yeah. to his advantage and putting it out there. It, it's very strategic, very smart, and very on the level to use that and like yeah, promote it, it. If I do this, it's going to get everybody's attention, but I'll be able to get this out here. It uh, The end of that music video makes me laugh because it reminds me of high school when there'd be people like, I, I, is it a boy or a girl or whatever? And I'd be like, I'd just like walk up to them and be like, honey, I can be whatever you want me to be. And they get so freaked out. It was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> so now that's what I do when people want to be a butt about it. No this is my thing, and, and I'm just going to throw this out there right now. If you have an issue on who people are sleeping with, as long as it's two consenting adults, who cares? I don't care if it's a toaster oven. As long as they're not hurting anybody or breaking the law by doing it, it, then do what you want to do. You know? Be smart, be safe. Yeah, I mean, now grab if it's a toaster, unplug Don't, it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, unless that, it's that, a Cylon. That, yeah. Those types of toasters are okay. That was, that was the PSA from Paraprobe. If you're going to have sex with your toaster, unplug it. So. Yes, yes. All right. But, uh, and don't do it in the bathtub either. All right. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> all right. But like uh, I said, I mean, here's the thing. I don't care. I have so many friends on all spectrums of everything. And, and because I accept people for who they are on the inside. I don't care about what you're your religion is, your color, your sexual preference, or any of that. I don't care. Just don't be a jerk. That's all I want from you. Just don't be a jerk. So I'm going to throw some craziness out there and a little, like, random background. Mm-hmm. So I grew up, as we all know, like, out in the middle of the country. You grew up? <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> I got bigger and older. <laughs> 
But, like, I grew up in the Bible Belt. I grew up Southern Baptist and then, like, later non-denominational, you know, in the church all the time. Choir boy, blah, blah, blah. Not, like, that kind of choir boy. But, like, and then I'm – shut up. I moved right. down here and college town. Like, I moved into St. Pete right mm. when USF put the dorms in downtown St. Pete. And downtown St. Pete used to be – it still is. It's even more so. Oh, my goodness. But, like, there's this little place, I don't even know if they're open anymore, called Georgie's Alibi. And there was this really tall supermodel chick that I had a thing for. I was drooling like a feral freaking dog because I was in my young 20s and just, like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, come with me to this bar. It's called Georgie's Alibi. I had no idea what I was getting myself into, especially coming from where I came from. The first time I met someone... Who was dressed in drag? I'm like, are you a dude or a chick? Just like that. And he was like, I could be whatever you wanted to be. I lost yeah. it. I thought it was the funniest thing ever, and I started dying laughing. See, and I was like, that's the moment. Have a seat. Exactly. Let me buy you a drink. This is awesome. That's the moment. <laughs> that you, that's the moment you can look at them and go, you know what? You're just as funny as I am. We can hang. Yeah. yeah. No, we literally. I really hung out with. He or she, I don't even know. It's so long ago. It's like 15 years ago. Like, yeah, yeah. I hung out with this person more than I hung out with the chick that I was interested in because they were so interesting and so hilarious and so cool. And like, we come from two totally different places. Dude, I lived in and Key it was West for a few years. Hilarious. I can't even count how many times I've been in like Aqua, you know, to all the like different gay bars down there and stuff like that. And this is what's funny. Everybody else calls it the gay bar. We called it. The, the bar. bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we would just all go walk in and hang out together because we didn't care. I wound up going to Georgie's Alibi like every I – I think it was Wednesday or Thursday. They had mm-hmm. $3 Long Islands. I went there every time they had $3 Dude, Long Islands. Jay bartends at Aqua. You want to get hammered down in Key West? We are going to Aqua, bud. And let Jay, uh, Jay is my best friend. You know, like yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Jay Super and I have been, God, like brothers for, God, 15, 16 years maybe, even longer. Yeah. And, uh Yeah. Also an epic bartender, and he works at Aqua. And, oh, my God. Yeah, if you want to meet Jesus, let him make drinks for you. You'll meet him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, see, like, we were trying to figure out how we were going to do – what was it? We were going to do another show called Fear Fetish, and it was going to be me, Chance, Jay, and I think uh, – It was uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were trying to we were trying to get another show organized. It was going to be a podcast show. We were going to do a video, but we couldn't – Get the logistics out, and then COVID hit, and it was like, all right, yeah, WTF. Yeah, way too many things that went wrong, yeah. It was a pain. And not with, <clears throat> not with the people, just the outside circumstances. Yeah, it, like it, you said, logistics, COVID, Yeah, the we did Yeah, we didn't yeah. want to sit there and do a show with masks on, even though, like, we're around each other. We didn't want to seem inappropriate. We didn't want to do this, that, and the other. And Jay's a funny dude. Jay's hilarious. <laughs> and his dog is cool. I like his dog. I oh, like yeah. all dogs yeah. most of the time, unless they bite me. Yeah. Then, whatever. But it just... Such a good dude, and it's one of those things where, like, we come from two totally different backgrounds, but we get along so good because, like, I'm literally – so this dude is so tall, I'm his armrest. Like, yeah, he's, his, like, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, something like that. Yeah. I got photographs of him standing next he's to Jesse. He's a monster and Jesse, giant. He just has his arm resting on yeah, Jesse's yeah. head. Yeah, <laughs> and Like, I'm a – on a great day – Dude, I'm tall, and he's tall to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no. On a great day, I'm five foot six. Like, most of the time, <laughs> I'm, like, five foot five and a half – Five foot six. Some people say I'm barely a shower and skin's wrinkly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I and now I'm starting to age, so you shrink when you age. So (laughs) apparently, (laughs) 
Now, if I had the big feet like Frodo, we can get down like that. But like, I, I, I'm, I just go with the dwarf. Like, not. I'm a travel size for your convenience. There you go. <laughs> but the thing is, at the end of the day, like I said, I mean, for you know, for us, you know, and we had this long discussion with people here at the radio station when we came here, that were like, "Look, we don't care about anybody and their preferences of anything, whether you like this certain type of religion, this type, you know, type of music or clothing." Your sexual preference, whatever, we don't care. Just don't be a jerk. That's all I ask. Yeah, I can do yeah. that. Yeah, and I mean that simple. It, that's we're in the United States, and a lot of people are arguing that we're more divided than ever. But there's a lot of things that are like coming together. A lot of people who are coming together that little never, never should have like in the minds of those people that like want division or think we're divided or yada yada like we're all kind of like embracing each other on some level or another and half of them don't even know it yeah we're all on one planet we need to we need to make it work yeah you know i mean it it, it's let's move on to the paranormal stuff yeah we need to do uh yeah i was gonna say it's like 32 minutes exactly so. (laughs) so the next topic i wanted to talk about and touch on oh god Oh, God. Yeah, because you know I like touching on stuff. Uh, oh, um, God. <laughs> so we are going to be touching on a thing called... Don't put that there! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be touching on a thing called para-unity. Now, for a lot of paranormal investigators out there, and please feel free to call in and give your opinion on what you think about para-unity. You can call 941-745-1490. That's 941-745-1490. Long story short, in the paranormal field, there are different, you know, diff- I would say different genres of paranormal investigators. You have people that investigate Bigfoot sightings. You have people that investigate UFO sightings. You have people that investigate hauntings. They're different right? specialists. They yes, have their different specialty. specialists, different fields. There you go. All right. Here's the kicker, though. A lot of them in the same group, especially I've, I have come across and seen because I've been doing this for a long time, in the haunted field, batting heads all the time. Every time I turn around, it's like, you know, this team over here sucks, and this team over here sucks, but look at me, look at me, look at me. Yeah. Okay. For those individuals, and, and I guarantee you know who I'm talking about, um, you're an idiot, all right? I just, I'm just going to tell you, and you know that about me. You ask my opinion, I'll tell you, and I'm giving it without you asking. I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah. Parayunity is one. Let me say this. It may happen one day. It ain't going to happen anytime soon. And here's why. You have too many egos in this mix that think that they are the number one top notch. Dude, even even in radio, you know, with, with these paranormal talk shows, there's a lot of them that way too. You're like, oh, you don't want to listen to their show because they're idiots. <laughs> really? <laughs> I listened to yours for five minutes and I lost 40 IQ points. You know? Here's the thing. In the Parunity world, once again, too many egos. There, it's never going to happen. Now, granted, there are a lot of cliques and a lot of people that do get along. A lot of paranormal investigators who do get along. They share information with each other. They they strive to make investigations better for everybody. You know, try out new equipment and, and re- recommend it to other people. Some teams recommend other teams. I'm I'm famous for recommending other teams to people and stuff. You know, um, but for a lot of people out there that I watch across the board, it's a nonstop ego fest. And I'll give you an example. <clears throat> A person will turn around and do a post. Hey, check out my show. We're talking to, we'll just throw a name out there, Grant Wilson this weekend, you know, from Ghost Hunters. Another individual will go on there and go, oh, I just talked to Grant Wilson on my show like two weeks ago. You really should check that out. It's like, 
look, you're not trying to get along with that person. It's look at me, look at me, look at me. That's what you're doing. Well, I mean, like when I see people that put out, and I seen this earlier today, and honestly, it pissed me off. Was that a phone? Someone had turned around and put out a posting about their father dying. All right. Another individual gets on there and goes, I know how you feel. I lost my father like 16 years ago. And they went on this tirade about losing their father. It's like this person didn't want you to message on there to talk about you losing your father. They just put out there they lost their father. And they were asking to give them privacy or whatever. So, yeah, at that point in time, it's like, you're not trying to help. It's just look at me, look at me, look at me. And, oh, my God, man. Well, I mean, and I'm going to add another layer to this because it's it's a whole other thing. So we all know the adage, sex sells. Conflict sells. <laughs> yeah. Con- <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> Conflict sells as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's why we have, like, sports like the UFC and, you know, other things because conflict sells. If you're having a conflict with somebody, like beefing, yeah. like uh, rappers beefing, UFC beefing, like that – Another reason why I respect Conor McGregor so much because say, he is an he, expert. Yeah, he's an expert at, at like. Yeah. He's not even mad. He's not even hating. He's not even yeah, yeah. like he doesn't have any disrespect for the guy he's fighting. He's talking so much smack just to hype up the fight and to hype up each other's shows. I almost guarantee that a lot of these paranormal like shows and a lot of these paranormal teams will literally talk junk about each other just to hype each other up oh, yeah. and just to push numbers, push some, numbers, push numbers. Some do. I, and, yes, I know. Some do. Not all of them. Most of them don't. Most Not of all, them, just yeah. some. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them, man. It's just, you know, saying – because I'll watch them post on other people's postings going, yeah, you don't want to listen to that show. They suck and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I listened to 30 seconds of your show and you sucked. You know? Flip side of the coin. The whole thing about investigations. I watch teams go, you can't investigate there. That's our property. <laughs> Do you own the deed? Do you live there? Then shut up. It's you know, like even if you even if you do I'm sorry to interrupt, but even if you do live there, who cares? Like it's literally like look Well, if they live there then yeah, you can't go investigate well, no, their house. Not in the house. Like I'm talking about like there's a haunted house in Missouri. No, I mean for like live at that location. Oh, well, that's that, what I'm that, referring to. See, you're mind. jumping in. You don't know what you're talking about, man. Jeez. That's what I always do. That's how. You, that's what you got. Too much here, caffeine. <laughs> it's gone. It's empty. Is it? Oh, yeah. Boy. All right. But uh, but yeah, I see that all the time too, man. People talking about these locations that they're going to that they'll, you know, a, a you know, a paranormal team wants to go investigate this location, and another par- paranormal team like literally threaten them. Like, what? Yeah. Like, Get out of here. Like, See, you, know, you can't go there and investigate. That's our area. Blah, blah, blah. Really? Okay. Hey, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. make sure no. you're out front taking pictures when I pull up, all right? Yeah, you kick know? rocks. Now, yeah. I, see, that that's that type of crap that, like, I can't get on board with. Please, please tell me that after I went through all the trouble to get permission from the owner of the place that we're investigating yeah. to go investigate, and you show up there, like, sending out front like you know a blood or a crypt or something like coming out yeah, like exactly you can't investigate here this is our turf you know what let you want to yeah you don't own it you just rent there bud dude all you right. want to be a gangster like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but let's you, do it but here's the thing all right at the end of the day now i do get it when there are specific locations that you predominantly do your events at okay. so you are kind of like the in-house team yeah. for that location that, that's okay fine like jeremy at um tampa theater yeah 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 at that point in time, just out of courtesy, I would be like, yeah, look, that's their gig. I, I, you know, So at the same time, you got to kind of take a little bit of a swallow of the pride and go, yeah, you know, look, I would love to investigate there, but th- that's their thing. That's their area. That's I where it goes that. both ways, though. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's where mutual respect and comes in. And that would bring parano- 
the peri-unity because people have the mutual respect. There is yeah. no mutual respect in peri-unity. The constant thing I always see is they're not a real investigator. I hear that all the time, too. They're not a real investigator. I'm a real investigator. Really? You're all fake. Did You're you? chasing imaginary friends. I, I'm sorry. Like, there is literally <laughs> no, like, until there is, like, a legit recognized, quote-unquote, scientific field for it. Until we have this solid definitive yeah, proof. Yeah, a solid definitive proof. There's no experts. There's literally no experts. None. Like, None. I, and this is talking for, to, this is someone talking from being like in paranormal situations. I've had my fair share of paranormal experiences. I've investigated. And you know what? I can still say with 100% no doubt that I'm not a damn expert. You yeah, know, Chance, you've shot. been doing it for 20, 25 years, some crap like that. 20 years. You're not an expert. I'm not an expert. I tell everybody you know? all the time I'm not an expert. No. I just practice. No. Uh, That's that, the that, thing. Okay, at the end of the day, if you are a certified electrician, okay, that's a proven science that you could document and in, in, in the whole nine yards, go through certifi- certifications, training, yada, 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 to know to be able to look at this panel and go, this is broken and here's why it's broken and fix it, okay? You can't do that in the paranormal field. It's trial by error. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of people who are very well experienced mm-hmm. and a ton of knowledge in the field by they, a long shot. They know what they're doing. Yeah, there are people that I would Darren. look at that I wouldn't call an expert, but I would say that, okay, if you want information on this, this is the individual you need to talk yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Okay. There's there's people more knowledgeable. Like You have people who are more knowledgeable with like EMF fields. Yeah, there's people way more knowledgeable than I am, and I've been doing it for a long time, yeah, and I have there, no problem saying that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you there's people like Daryl Marston. Daryl Marston is a good dude. He does, you know, the TV show. He does it in his spare time. And he has a good he, beard. He's a good dude. He's I really sexy, too. Beard. He does have an awesome <laughs> beard. i got to give him that. But uh, you have someone who has a whole lot of knowledge that, like, they accidentally get picked up by a TV show. Yeah. Like, literally. And even – I'm sorry, Daryl. You're not an expert either. Like, we're not experts. Oh, even he Darryl, said it on the show. Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah. I mean, like, nobody's really an expert in the field, so acting like a tough guy and acting like, you know, you're this – there's there's a saying, you know, a hurt dog barks. Yeah. And that's from a teacher I had who was from Sierra Leone, good lady, super smart. A hurt dog barks. You know, so more than likely, you're saying you're an expert means you're not. You're yeah. lacking somewhere. And you need a self-esteem boost by stepping on other people. Yeah, because I tell you what, the moment you think you know everything in this field, and I don't care if it's whatever part of the genre you're in, whether it's hunting for Bigfoot, UFOs and aliens, so on and so forth, the moment you think you know everything, you need to quit. Yeah. Because you're just not cut out for it. Because it's a constant learning curve. I have seen very weird stuff in my lifetime. I have heard very weird stuff in my lifetime. But if you ask me what is a ghost, it's what you see in a movie or in a book. Because if you want me to say that that's a ghost that I saw, I don't know what it is. You know, I know that this is what I saw, this is what I heard, whatever the case may be. But I'm not going to sit there and definitively say, well, this is a ghost. And Now, granted, there's theories out there all day long. Yeah. I mean, we could discuss theories. Well, but we've got to make sure we put the premise out there, this is a theory. It's so funny that you brought up electricity because even electrical quote-unquote science is a theory it's not it's not proven because electricity is still one of those things i'm that talking is, about the components I, of like a panel so yeah like no yeah. i i get where you're coming from but like even the science behind electricity is still theory because it can still be unpredictable i mean oh absolutely and that's how ghost hunting is yeah. ghost hunting it is still it's going to be unpredictable because sometimes you know like 
doing a show. Sometimes you jump on the horse and you fall off and you fail miserably. Sometimes and somebody's you, mic's not on. Yeah, and sometimes you kick so much butt that it's not even funny, and you find all this cool stuff. Yeah, but you still can't explain it. You don't. That's the whole premise of ghost hunting, and that's the whole the whole reason we're doing it. We want to know what it is, where it comes from, yeah. and how it happens. Why the hell are you being a jerk to somebody yeah. who's trying to find out the same information? Why not team up and like come together, pair unity, and like do it together and share information like the scientific community has? Yeah, for but it's never going to happen. It's just a real. I'm I'm a realist, and you know that. Yeah, there's yeah. way too many egos out there, man. It's not going to happen. I'm kind of. And, an and don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Uh, there are some really great investigators I've met in my lifetime, and and you know what? Honestly, I would say majority of the investigators I've met in my lifetime are actually really good. Yeah. You know, to be fair. Um, it's only been like a handful that, you know, sucked, <laughs> I mean, to be honest. Um, here's the thing at the end of the day. The moment, like Jesse was saying a moment ago, the moment that you have to turn around and start degrading other people because their way of investigating is different than yours, you're the problem, not them. Yeah. Just letting you know. I mean, you're I- the problem. It almost comes down to a societal issue because we're seeing that in society. You know, my way of life is better than yours, so you shouldn't do what you do. You know, that's what we're seeing currently in a few circles in our society. You know, I'm not going to throw it out there, but, like, it's it's something like, I do this better than you, so you should stop. No, I'm going to – it's like playing baseball, you know. I can hit better than you, so you should just not even try. No, I'm going to fight I'm going to try harder now because now you can do a better you with a bat. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, it's not even like that's that. I'm, I'm, not even, I'm not even thinking in a violent term. Now, that just that's my motivation to work harder and then be twice as good as you are. Yeah. Because, I mean, that I'm a driven individual. My favorite thing is like when I see people out there going, uh, you know, hey, Chance, when, you know, you've done radio for a long time, this, that, and the other. How do you do? How do you deal with haters if they don't like your show or they don't like you? Don't care. I don't because I don't care. Yeah. Joe Rogan, don't read the comments. Yeah, I I can tell you right now, it's like, I'm sorry, I hate to tell you. If you do underwater basket weaving, you're going to have a hater. Because if you, like, do it from left to right, they're going to say, no, you need to do it right to left. There's always going to be a hater, no matter what you do. So if you're worried about someone else's opinion, radio, anything public, you don't need to be doing. Because there's always going to be a hater. There's always going to be somebody out there who's going to claim they do it bigger, better than you. You just got to ignore it. Dude, that and that's why like my self-deprecating humor. That that's why I have that because like I'm gonna beat myself up worse than anybody else says. Dude, like, and, 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 so like we all I deliberately have... do it because it doesn't. That voice in my head is now the voice outside, and Dude. I'm doing it better and before you can do it. Sorry, and I'm gonna no, hurt no, no, me no. more than you can hurt me. My thing is in our <clears throat> off time, you know, like with me and Jesse back when I did Dead X Radio with you know Pat, Jeff, and John. Especially with those guys, we were brutal to each other. I mean, that's we were known for oh, yeah. that. So we were like, you see how we are to each other, and this is literally for our our entertainment. Yeah. What makes you think I'm going to care about your opinion? Honestly, I can't even remember the last time that I've actually read like a bad opinion about me because they don't care. You know, I've got things to do. Unless I'm married to you. Or, you know, you're paying my bills or something. Sorry, but your opinion doesn't matter to me. You know, it's just not going to. All right, yeah. we need to move on. Yeah. We need – we're done. All right. <laughs> I'm shutting you down. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, so the pair of unity thing, eh, maybe one day. 
Hopefully. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm going to be I'm still going to be the optimist it will happen. Dude, I would love for it to happen. I would. All right. Shut right. Up. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> you were going like 90 miles a minute. Yeah. Yeah, finally. Yes. Where have you been like since the beginning of when we started doing the show? Dude, we have to figure it out. Like he told you to start speaking up, didn't she? Huh? Becky told you to start speaking no, up, didn't she? No, Becky... She was like, you never talk on the show. You need to start talking up or I'm going to beat you up. Honestly, I don't even think she listens. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's hilarious. Uh, it's okay, Stephanie. But, don't listen either. No, no, no. We, right. we came to that conclusion like last time. It, it's trial and error. Like we talked about over this whole last show or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. I have less than 40 hours doing like live radio. Yeah. So like we're going to figure some stuff and out. See, and that's the thing. I want to. I, I'm going to go ahead and bring that up right now since oh, you God. brought it up. Jesus. Yep. All right. Oh Jesus! With help the, me, God. Sorry. Shut up. <laughs> the last show you did when you were talking about you know that you did so horrible and everything else, I said you have to remember we're on like our 15th show at that point in time. It's a one hour show a week. That means grand total in radio, you've had 15 hours of experience. Do the math, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, yep. you can't hate on yourself but for having only 15 hours. I tell you what, I would not ever take that back or change it because I learned more in that one hour than I've learned in the past 14. We learned that Blue does not know when the mic is on. We learned a lot. Is your mic on? Is your mic on, Blue? You can't see it, but I'm giving them just the sweetest smile. <laughs> That's not a smile. That's like a finger behind the computer screen. <laughs> Something yeah. like that. I'm cool uh, with that. So, uh, should we save the other subject for next time when we have our very, very, very special guest? You know on? what? Actually, that's a good idea. Let's bring that up next because weekend. Because we only got like 11 minutes, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's not really enough time. To I really mean, talk we, about we it. can shoot the breeze for 11 minutes. We've yeah, already we shot, we shot it for 20 <laughs> minutes in the beginning of the show. <laughs> <laughs> we barely got out of the introduction today. Oh, yeah. dude. I mean, it's, it's great to have you back. It's great to like start to figure things out. And I'm I'm totally digging it. I'm really happy that the last show happened. I'm really happy you're back. I missed you. I missed you, baby. Oh. You know, I'm glad I'm back, dear. Ah, uh, shut up, Blue. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anything. You don't have to. I can read your mind. Blue's over like nobody said anything about me. God, <laughs> wouldn't that I, suck I, to be in an argument with to. like Please a? Don't. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It would suck to be in an argument with like someone that is so psychic they can read your thoughts before you can speak them. That's like arguing with Stephanie, bro. <sighs> Stephanie is a mental health counselor. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, they'll do that. There's nothing I can say or do without her going, I know. She's like a Jedi. She's like, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> That's the whole conversation. <laughs> oh, God. It's terrible. I, yeah. I, I couldn't even imagine that. Like, have an argument with my lady is just... I'm a problem solver. I have to like solve problems. If there's not a problem to solve, I will make a problem to solve. Like that's literally that's something that's not I just good either. I no, just I not. just recently figured this out yeah. like not even too long ago, like last year. I I was there's like There's nothing wrong. Let me start something. <laughs> yeah, let me <laughs> let me find a problem. <laughs> let me find one. Let me press this button a thousand times until there's an, until it breaks and then like now I'll have a problem. Yes, I'll you have something to fix. But yeah, no, I I'm that's just my mentality. I need problems. I need to put it bluntly. I'm kind of like the Sherlock Holmes of like things like that. I'm almost Rayman like and how like Oh, I agree with that. 100%. I literally you get, are such an overthinker. 
I get so stagnant, so stagnant if I don't have something to focus on that I will literally go insane. Like, stagnant. I've never done drugs, but, like, I would probably almost do acid just to, like, Here's the thing about have you. some sort no, of problem no, no, to no, solve. No, 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 no. Here's the thing about you. All oh, right. God. You want to know? Okay. This Where's is, Stephanie this, when you need this her? This is Therapist Chance stepping in now. Oh, God. All right. You marry a therapist and you automatically become one. You're no, not no, 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 no. This is coming from just experience on my own. Oh, you're yeah. experienced. Yeah. So, <laughs> very. Um, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. So, <laughs> here's my thing, all right? With you, you are one of those people that you will look for a problem. And then when you find it, you're like a pit bull and you can't let it go. Like, literally. Like, if anyone's ever had a pet animal, like a dog, that you give them a chew toy and you go to take it away from them, they don't want to let it go, and you got to pull and pull and pull and pull and pull before they finally let go, that's you with a problem. I need resolution. Yeah. That's why I don't, But like, even when you get resolution, you'll fall back to it again. Not, like, if it... I'll if, give you an example. Proof right here. Wait, nope, nope. shut up. If I the resolution isn't satisfactory... I got you on this one. If the resolution... The show last week... Oh, shut we up. We had a... Like an hour conversation. Um, and w- but when we got done, I said, just let it go. Just let it go, dude. We all had that show. But you know what? To our listeners, I felt like they, they needed See, something to you couldn't on. let it go. Yeah, because the resolution wasn't satisfactory to me. So if the resolution isn't satisfactory, if all parties involved aren't like satisfied in some way, then I have to do it more. It has to be right. It's like me working on a boat. When, when, you get me, when you get me on a boat, like I become... And I hate to say it because they called my dad this because he was the same way. He was a bosun's mate in the Navy. Okay. And I am the same daggum way. I'm literally the same way. They called me Little Hitler. They literally called me Little Hitler because everything. That's not a good thing. Everything no, had to be not. in its particular spot. No, like, I know they didn't mean it as in the typ- stereotypical way. No, 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 no. But yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, however, I got to say something about the Navy real quick, speaking of which. Oh, thank you Did for you choice. see the major news article <laughs> that came out that now. In the Navy, I kid you not, this made the in news. In the Navy. It made the news that now all the chiefs, master chiefs, and senior chiefs' cups need to be completely washed and sanitized after every time they drink coffee. I know there's a lot of those chiefs. Here you go. Oh, they were fuming. They're not okay. going to do it. For because, people like, unfamiliar with this. That's literally where I yeah, got yeah. my habit from. My, this coffee cup has only been All right, hold twice. on, hold on, hold on. Let me get this out to the audience. Oh, all right. my God. Me being former Navy. In the Navy, <laughs> a chief and above, all right, especially chiefs, all right, they have their particular coffee mug, especially usually they have the one that they get with their chief's, you know, mm-hmm. you know, insignia on there when they first made chief, right? That coffee cup never gets washed. It's their coffee cup. They'll rinse it out, you know, and, and stuff, but they just do not scrub or wash it. It seasons right? it. Yeah, it seasons the cup. It's kind of like... Uh, kind of like when people save bacon grease when they use it for later on for cooking with something else. Yeah. Same thing. Iron right? skillet. Yeah. Okay, there you go. And cast Perfect. iron. Yeah. Got it. All right, so it's it's kind of the same premise behind the cup, <clears throat> and it's a naval tradition that mm-hmm. they just don't do it, all right? I remember, because in the Navy, I don't care what you go into doing in the Navy, whatever, everybody has to call what they call mess crank for 90 days when you first get to your command, all right? You're working in the galley, you're in there washing dishes, cooking meals, the whole shebang with the cook all day long, right? But basically you're working a nine to five hour because it gives you time to study to get all your pre-qualifications that you need to get done reporting into your command, all right? Mm-hmm. So that's why they make you do this, all right? Plus it gives you a chance to get familiar with the command, stuff like that, right? Anyways, even I knew this, you know, because I got a lot of former military family members. So I already knew about this whole situation before I even went in. Yeah. So I'm in the galley, and I turn around, and this guy next to me picks up 
this cup, and he looks at me, he goes, man, look how shiny I got that, bro. I finally got all those coffee stains out. Oh, no! And I'm like, whose cup is that? Oh. Chief Raymond's. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? All right, Chief Raymond on, <laughs> on at my command, all right, was about 6'3", weighed probably about 225, 230. He's a monster. And just built like a brick. I mean, just solid, right? And, like, this is a guy who wore mirror sunglasses with a mirror on the inside, all right? <laughs> this, yeah, this, this man was just a killer, period, uh-huh. you know? And when I literally saw him coming across the mess decks later that day, and he was coming to retrieve his cup, I took a long <laughs> walk to take the trash out. Oh, yeah. He turned around, he's like, hey, how's it going, Chief? I'm like, you know, he was like, oh, pretty good. You know, how you doing, Hancock? I'm like, oh, pretty good. Uh, You might want to talk to, you know, see him in such and such over there. Stir it up, buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had to. <laughs> And, uh, cause you know me, man. Oh. So I turned around and I just kept on going. I took a very long walk. Well, the reason why I did that is because I didn't want him telling him that I did it. Yeah. I knew that I didn't do it, right? Uh huh. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. When I got back from taking that trash out. He was in tears. No, he was not in tears. It looked more like he just had died and then they gave him CPR and brought him back. Ah, uh, there's a possibility. I mean, he was shaking. His face was white. And, like, just drained. Like, I mean, and I look at him, and I'm like, that bad? And he goes, I'll never wash those cups again. <laughs> Good answer, buddy. Dude. I, so, yeah, naval tradition. Yeah, yeah. See, my dad, even being a bosun's mate, like, I didn't learn that from him. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents separated. I didn't learn that from him. Who I learned that from, and we call him Uncle Webby. He is literally, he he was a bosun's mate as well. And he was my mentor when I first stepped on a boat. Like, this is how ignorant of boats I was. I literally stood on the dock for 30 minutes waiting for permission to come on board. <laughs> I was so ignorant. I, I I was also the guy they told me to change the spark plugs out of the diesel engines. <laughs> okay. They, yeah. they got you pretty good. I, was, hey, I, sent, I sent new people looking for like 30 feet of shoreline. Dude, I no, 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 no. They sent me looking for wheel wash. And oh. I went back and forth between the captain and the chief I don't know how many times. So that's how ignorant I was. But Uncle Webby, he took me under his wing, and he was like, first of all, boy, because he was literally sitting at the galley table drinking his coffee, he was like, when you wash dishes, don't ever wash this. I will kill you. Yeah. It's like, yes, sir. Yeah, they're serious <laughs> about it, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I remember the first day I met Chief Freeman, I was, okay, literally, my first day at the command, they were just bringing on stores. I was on a minesweeper, right? They're just, and stores is like, you know, your food and water and all this stuff, you know, they bring on board the ship. So I immediately just jump in line, start grabbing stuff and carrying it up the gangway, you know, coming up onto the ship. And so I go walking past Chief Raymond, and I had this stack of, like, a case of Cokes, right, that I was carrying. And now, mind you, I mean, I was a lot younger, just got a boot camp. I was pretty cut, you know, I was in good shape. I'm carrying this thing. I walk by the, him sitting on the mess decks, and he red-bellied me. He just spun and pop with a flat part of it. <laughs> I looked at him, and I was like, Nice to meet you, Chief. He looked at me and he goes, all right. And he smiles like, you're going to be a good one. I'm like, you got it, Chief. I walk around the corner, set those cokes down, and I'm like, I'm going to die. <laughs> dude, I felt a shockwave through my whole body when oh, he hit dude. me, man. But I just refused to show it. And I love how that translates. Like, you were in the Navy and the Coast Guard. I was technically a merchant marine. Like, I was, I was in, like, the private sector. And I love how all that translates over. Just like oh, yeah. how all the same things happen yeah. on both the tradition. Now we got one minute left. 
Less than one minute. All right, so we'll go ahead and throw this out there. Next weekend on our show, we are going to have Elizabeth Saint calling. Yes! I know you've been dying to have her on for oh, a while, dude. Uh, you Elizabeth keep Saint, so highly. Elizabeth Saint, she is the uh, former cast member of Ghost of Shepherdstown. Uh, she also owns Quasim, which we will talk about when she comes on next Quasim. weekend. So everybody tune in. We'll have Elizabeth Saint, and we'll see you guys next weekend. Make sure you catch us on your favorite podcasting platform if you miss the show. iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, all that good stuff. And Roll we'll the dice. Pick we'll one. See ya. Boy. Bye. Drinking tea in a dreamy 